and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Bryant the Beastmaster Corgan, joined by my fellow analyst, Andrew Wildcard Dobius, and our favorite producer, Brendan Popoff Pika. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great, man. (laughs) We got we got excited we got some exciting matchups this week. Yeah. So. You guys are lower energy than I expected. Come on. I'm sorry, I, I'm man. All right, let's get hyped, everybody. Let is, let's get hyped. <laughs> Come on, Andrew, get hyped up. I know you drank some G Fuel yeah, before this. So. Dude, <laughs> I am so hyped. I'm trying to conserve my energy, though. Okay. Otherwise, like I'm it. just going to I'm gonna lose it. I'm going to go off the rails. <laughs> that's how excited I am about this week. All right. See, that's more like it. Yeah, uh, we're going into go. week four. I cannot mm-hmm. believe... It's already here. I feel sad. Yeah. We're almost done. Well, yeah. Well, it's three weeks, like, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a three weeks. Yeah. You know, let's go over some news. We had a game yesterday. The yeah. all-powerful Packers did fall to the Eagles. But honestly, walking away from the game, I'm pretty excited about the Packers. It looked like they finally put, the, put it together again. It was definitely the most exciting Thursday night game we've had this season. I mean, not only did the Packers look good, the Eagles, they kind of put pieces back together as well. Yeah, well, let's start with the Eagles. So, yes, they put things together, but I also think they messed it up. So, Carson Wentz looked great. You know, he Mm -hmm. only threw for 160 yards, but he threw three touchdowns, so he was hyper-effective. There was a mess, though, as far as the running back situation. What's going on with Miles Sanders? I don't know. It's getting annoying. He only had 11 carries, 72 yards. Jordan Howard was the clear running back one there. 15 carries, 87 yards, two rushing touchdowns. Also had three receptions for 28 yards and a touchdown. Three total touchdowns for Jordan Howard this week. Wow. Yeah, I I mean, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Uh, it's pretty no. clear that he is the running back they trust the most. And he is he does have the highest percentage of snaps. Um, you know, Miles Sanders still has value. You have to roster him, but you just can't start him. You know, Jordan Howard, same situation. You know, I'm not going to start him, but I think he demonstrated he can be valuable in this offense. So unfortunately, with the Eagles right now, you just kind of have to roster them and see how it shakes out. Yeah, it's tough for, from a fantasy perspective there. Right. And going into the, the passing offense, Zach Ertz, mm-hmm. has he been one of the biggest busts throughout the first four weeks of the season? I, I wouldn't say he was a big bust. I would just say underwhelming. Well, has he scored a touchdown this season? Uh, no. He has not. He yes. has not scored a touchdown this bust. season. I yeah. mean, he is, he is ranked the, the fourth best tight end this season. So he's getting receptions, he's getting the yards, but yeah, you didn't just, draft him to be just fourth best. No, you know, no, I, you better days, me. better days are ahead. I think it's just a weird coincidence that hasn't happened. But I know if you're an Ertz yeah. owner, you are not happy so far. We did predict this though at the beginning of the season in our tight end episode. We predicted that Ertz will kind of regress this season. So yeah, you know. Us. Yeah, good on us. I, I definitely expected more production from Ertz, but yeah, hopefully he'll have some positive regression and really get kind of his touchdown production back yeah. in place. Uh, when it comes to the wide receivers, Nelson Aguilar, I feel so bad for anybody who started him. You know, you thought who maybe with Aguilar. Some of the other day. If you don't pay attention to yeah. the games. Um, yeah, no, if you... If you were hoping that Alshon Jeffrey was going to be hurt or hobbled and maybe Algalore would pick up the slack, mm-hmm. you were disappointed. Algalore has a 
you know, big old donut for a game, big zero. Uh, Jeffrey went off, you know, three receptions. Okay, go off is strong. He had 28 yards and a touchdown. You got your points. You got your points. You're happy. He's being involved in the red zone, and that's what you drafted him for. Mm -hmm. Uh, On the Packers side of the ball, it really looks like Matt LaFleur finally let Aaron Rodgers do what he wanted. You know, for the first, you know, three quarters, Rodgers looked masterful. Uh, He looked like old Aaron Rodgers. He was rushing the ball, just driving. I mean, he... You know, at the end of the first half, he had less than a minute to march all the way down the field, and he did. You know, he's able to do that in less than a minute, just without, I mean, it looks like he's not even trying. So he has the ability when he's given the reins, they completely abandoned the running game. Aaron Jones only had 13 carries for two yards uh, and a touchdown. Um, But no, Aaron Rodgers was a leading rusher for the Packers last night. Yeah, that was pretty funny when I saw that stat. I right. a bit. Even though Aaron Rodgers got you points if you started him, it's just funny. It's just funny to me. Aaron Jones got a ton of touchdowns, but not not a lot of yards. Right. Yeah, so I'm really optimistic. I think this is going to be the Packers offense that we will be seeing more of. The run will be more involved, but Matt LaFleur, I think, realizes Aaron Rodgers, similar to what Peyton Manning did back in his heyday, he's pretty much a, another coach. He's going to let Aaron Rodgers do what Aaron Rodgers does. Yeah, make the Monte- decision for all that. Right, yeah, Devontae Adams went off. He had 10 receptions yep. for 180 yards. 150 of those came in the first half. Uh, he did get hurt in the second half of the game. He says he's battling turf toe. That's a pretty serious injury, and it might affect his availability coming up. But for the time being, nothing too nothing too alarming about it, but he might be out next week. We'll, we'll let you know more as we find out. Yeah, Jimmy Graham didn't uh, do too bad either. Six receptions, 61 yards, and a TD, so... That's yeah. uh, definitely a tight end. If he's on the market, pick him up. He's, well, he's getting the targets. He's getting touchdowns. Yeah, and if Devontae Adams is out for any period of time, they really did focus on Graham. That was a Rodgers' go-to target uh, once Adams was out of the game. And MVS and Allison really weren't all that productive in this game. Uh, so Jimmy Graham, I think, is not only boosting value of Adams is gone, but I think if this is the real playbook they're going to be using and the real offense they're going to be running, I think Jimmy Graham could be a top 10 tight end easily if Ooh, he's involved wow. like this. Okay. I would, I won't go that far, but I would say top, top 12. Better than Ertz. Ertz is way better. Don't even say something like that. I, I'm Throwing just saying Jimmy Graham's had two touchdowns this year and Ertz has had zero. So I'm just saying Jimmy Graham has only what? 91 yards this season when Zach Ertz is 255. <laughs> That's, that's all I'm saying. I, I also want to make a correction. So uh, Aaron Jones, yeah. uh, he actually had 21 yards, 21 rushing yards. So in that, oh, okay. Break. So I know who to blame for that, Andrew. Uh, yeah, well. yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Shameful, shameful. What did shameful. You say? Uh, we uh, yeah. show notes say two. two. Yeah, say Ooh. on show notes, 21 yep, yards. So that's that's on you. Um. Regardless, though, Rodgers was the leading rusher. Uh, You know, I'm optimistic. Both of these teams look good. Uh, I'm very excited to start any quarterback against the Eagles. Their their secondary looked awful, and it got worse. Um, So, yeah, that was a really good game. Hopefully the rest of the the games this week are as, you know, exciting. Yeah, let's get into them. Getting into it, we'll start with the Chargers against the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. 
you know, the Dolphins are some of the nice probably the easiest team in the NFL to project. Uh, yeah. They're going to be bad. I'm not starting any Dolphins. <laughs> it could be really bad. Uh, moving on to the Chargers. Uh, it should yeah. be a good game for Keenan Allen. You know, he he's, I'd say, one of the top wide receivers in football right now. I think yeah, my only concern is... He killed it last week. Will Melvin Gordon coming back affect how much they're targeting Keenan Allen? Yeah, well, Melvin Gordon's doubtful to play this week. Uh, mm-hmm. It sounds like he's going to be back week five uh, and get apparently 70% of snaps um, from Eckler. So I I think that that will have an impact on Keenan Allen. But yeah, it's I don't know what's going to happen. I do like, I still think Allen's going to be a top, I still put him at top 10. But yeah, I Melvin Gordon coming back is definitely going to affect Keenan Allen in the targets. Yeah, historically, when Melvin Gordon is not playing uh, due to injury, Keenan Allen goes off. Uh, he's just a next-level dominant when Gordon isn't in the game. So I am concerned that the Gordon's you know arrival will affect Keenan Allen. Not enough yeah. that I'm doing anything about it, but if you you know have Keenan Allen and think he's a top three wide receiver, I think you're going to be sad. Yep. Uh, Mike Williams, I would start. He's hobbled, but you know he's going up against he's going up against the Dolphins, and it's pretty clear they they really don't care anymore uh, on yeah. defense. You know they're giving up on coverage. Yeah, you start every every Charger you got: Keenan Allen, Williams, Eckler. Uh, this could be the last big game for Austin Eckler, but they're going up against the Dolphins' defense, who's given up more than forty four points per game this season. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm starting the defense. Touchdowns. Yeah, yep. and uh, you know, not Eckler, the Dolphins' defense. I hope not the Dolphins' defense. Fortunately, Charged. okay. Just wanted to make yeah. sure. Yeah, if you're in a thirty, if... if you're in a thirty-two team league, <laughs> uh, you're unlu- unlucky. Surprisingly, unlucky. not the worst defense this year. The Dolphins. Amazingly so, enough, uh, yeah. I would say you know Eckler should have a huge game. I do expect the Chargers to have a pretty easy. Uh, lead in this game so i do expect them to run out the clock uh i think we're both saying chargers yeah go bolts uh next up we have the oakland raiders against the indianapolis colts Uh i think this will be an interesting game you know there's a lot of pieces on both sides of the ball that i think have a lot to prove uh starting out with the raiders Mm -hmm. you know i think it should be a good bounce back game for josh jacobs uh you know as you pointed out in the show notes the Colts defense give up 5.2 yards per carry this season. It seems like the Colts defense is kind of following that the philosophy of the Patriots that bends don't break. So it'll give you all the little plays in the middle that you want, um, but they just are they're trying to stop the big plays. So I think Jacobs is a great play this week, and Darren Waller. I think he's going to be phenomenal this week. I think he could have. about Waller. I expect him to have over 100 yards. You know, I think they're going yeah. to really feature him in that short to intermediate. Uh, part of the field and i think the colts are going to give it to him yeah i mean there there's a reason why waller's the the third best tight end uh this season but i apparently he's not good because he doesn't have a touchdown is that is that the theory is that how it works i'm saying he could could be better well what (laughs) round did you draft during waller andrew yeah that's a good point that's a good point uh to be fair i did not draft waller or Ertz, but oh who did who did draft waller Two thumbs at this guy, Tyrell okay. Williams. You know, yeah. I think he's going to be a solid flex. Um, yep. You know, he's going to be a top top there. twenty, top twenty five receiver. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr likes the guy, and Gruden does too. So he's going to have opportunities. The Colts' defense isn't elite, um, so I think he's definitely does, well, doesn't have a huge upside, but he should be serviceable for this week. 
Yeah, I got him in that flex position, maybe wide receiver three. Uh, I like the matchup this week. Um, let's talk about the Colts. T.Y. Hilton, Hilton did not practice this Friday. So he's questionable for the week. A little worrisome. Uh, how how are the Colts going to be if Hilton doesn't play? Yeah, you know, I obviously it's a huge hit to the offense. It's a hit for Jacoby Brissett. You know, I, I still think the Colts are going to have a pretty easy win against the Raiders this week, um, which might be a hot take, but I don't think it really is. They have the, it's not. They're just a better team. Yeah. Um, you know, I if you are in a, a dire situation, I think Paris Campbell is a good choice for a flyer this week, the wide receiver for the Colts. If T.Y. Hilton doesn't play, I mean, they're going to have to throw it to somebody, and the Raiders are beatable. Um, you know, somebody else I would highlight is – you know, the tight end for the Colts, Eric Ebron. You know, if you have Kittle and he's on bye, I think Eric Ebron, he should be widely available. And if he is, yep. I think he has a good chance to score a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, I agree, especially with Hilton out. You should see more targets going to uh, to Ebron and maybe a little more Marlon Mack this game. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a big fan of Mack. I think he's locked and loaded. He's Mack attack. Mack attack. Mack attack. Uh, anybody else you want to talk about? For the Colts, um, for, uh, <laughs> Brissett's not still not. A, I don't know. He's still not a starting option for me. So yeah, not much to talk about there. Especially with if Ty doesn't play, Jacoby, yeah. I would not touch. Uh, even when Ty does play, he's a streamer, serviceable QB two at best. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who do you have? Raiders versus Colts. 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 Going for the Colts. Uh, next up, we have the Cleveland Browns against the Baltimore Ravens. This will be a really interesting game. I'm curious to see if the Browns can figure their stuff out. I um, mm-hmm. I think they're as disappointing as they were hyped going into the season. That's, I, a, that's a good way to put it. I feel so bad for all the people who jumped on the bandwagon because it is yeah. a sad, what sad kind of person bandwagon. would do that? What kind of person would jump on a bandwagon like that? Uh, yeah, you know, I just don't uh. know. Uh, let's uh, start with Baltimore Ravens because they're looking yep. like the better team right now. Uh, you know, they have, they're dominant in right now receiving and rushing, you know, they yeah. uh, all facets of the game are going really well. So, you know, I quarterback, you know, Jackson's a top five quarterback, you know, Must he just, start. he gets yep. it done. Mark Andrews is questionable. He has been for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, every week just, I think he's been questionable. Yeah, they're really managing every... his his practice. So, yeah. you know, he should be good to go. I'm still expecting a lot from Mark Andrews. You know, I think he teased us a little bit early in the season with how high mm-hmm. his ceiling is. So he definitely returned to earth. Um, no, I think he's on the same tier as, you know, Zach Ertz right now. You know, you can yeah. expect 50 yeah. to 80 yards per game, maybe a touchdown. So I'm starting him if I have him. I'm not afraid of the questionable tag. He should be good to go. Uh, Mark Ingram, I think, is a solid play this week. You know, I do expect the Ravens to have a, comfort- a comfortable lead, and I think they're going to run it down with Ingram. He's a really, you know, a violent runner, and I don't think the Browns can really deal with that right now. Yeah, I agree. Baltimore has the best rushing offense uh, this year based on yards per game. Uh, Ingram, big part of that, actually, basically the entirety of that rushing offense. Uh, he's been amazing. He is a must start until further notice. I mean, I think there was no question that he should have been a must start week one, but yeah, you, you got to start. I like, uh, I like all the Ravens here. Maybe I'm a little questionable about the wide receivers. Marquise Brown 
Didn't do so well last week. Uh, I'm kind of holding him off on the bench just to see what he can do, see if he can, what, he, uh, what he's going to be consistent in. Right, and I think, you know, Marquise Brown is the perfect Deshaun Jackson stereotype. You know, he's that boom bust. Last week he busted, but you've also seen what he can do when he can boom. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the Cleveland Browns, I think you can pick him apart. Um, so I'm excited about Marquise. You know, he is that flex player. You know, you don't want him as a permanent wide receiver three or two on your team so he's a good flex play you know he's one of those you could get 20 points from him you could get four so Mm -hmm. i'm starting him if i have him i think this will be a higher scoring game than people expect um i think people already expect a lot out of it uh on the cleveland Browns side of the ball speaking of shootouts baker mayfield has not had any (laughs) no Uh -uh. yeah he looks in over his head i I don't have a reason for it. I don't know if it's the sophomore slump or what's going on, but he's struggling. You know, a lot of people had him projected as a, you know, even we we had him as a top 10 quarterback going into the season. What do you think is going wrong? Uh, I think it it just might be that team's being overhyped. They have a lot of star players, but they don't have that chemistry together. You know, that's, that's, I think is the big problem. There's just, there's no good connection. There's no chemistry. Yeah, and I think Freddie Kitchens has taken a big step backwards as far as play calling. It just doesn't seem creative, and it doesn't seem to be jiving the right way. Uh, I'm not starting Baker Mayfield. You know, he's, I think, benchable until further notice. I'm excited about Odell Beckham. You know, the Ravens' defense has looked pretty exploitable recently. So I'm starting Odell Beckham Jr. I saw that last week against the Chiefs. Yep, yeah, I'm not worried about that. I am worried about Jarvis Landry. Uh, I think if you have him, you haven't been starting him, and good for you. I still have him on the bench. You know, I he'll have a big game at some point. You know, he'll he'll he's super athletic, yeah. incredibly talented player. One of these days he'll break a big one. I don't think it's this week. It's yeah, we we expected big things from him because of the hype built around this Browns team, but we see that that hype really wasn't real. So that that drops Jarvis Landry down on my ranking. Uh Nick Chubb um is another Another player who people had sky-high expectations for. Mm-hmm. He's been pretty good. I mean, he's been a solid yeah, running back to this point. You know, the Ravens kind of have this mystique as a dominant uh, defense. Are you worried about Chubb at all this week? Uh, I'm not worried enough to bench him. I don't think he's going to have that good of a game, but he's too good not to start. Yeah, I I wouldn't say I'm excited to start him. Um, but I'm not afraid of him. You know, I'd say I'm feeling a little chubby. (laughs) We'll let that one, we'll let that sink in. Uh, yeah, I think that sums it up. Uh, not interested in tight ends, you know, Njoku's out between the Browns and the Ravens. Who do you have? Got the Ravens. Got the Ravens. All day, every day. I'm right there with you. Moving on. We have the Patriots against America's team, the Buffalo Bills. That's a you good know, one. Let's start with the Patriots. It's going to be a very different looking team than we're used to. Uh, yep. Sony Michelle has not looked great. Rex Burkhead looks great. Then he disappears. He's, then he looks great he looks again. To be the best running back. Yeah, he's he's he actually is the best running back on the team right now, based on fantasy. <laughs> yeah, so you really don't know what to expect. Uh, and Buffalo Bills are a good defense. Um, yeah. I would not start Burke. I would not start Burkhead. Sony Michelle, I'm benching if I'm able to. Yeah. If you're, you know, in an awful spot, you can start him. He's going to get work against the Bills, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are projecting this game to be heavily in the Patriots' favor. So 
you know, if you have Sony, you can start him up. Just, you know, don't expect a three touchdown game, which has happened yeah. against the Bills. They historically have been torn up. But yeah, no, I am running game. I'm not all that excited about. But mm. when it comes to receivers, you know, once again, the Bills are a good defense. Tredavious White has shut down number he, one players. He's one of he's one of the top corners in the, in the NFL. Yeah, so I'd be really worried if I had Josh Gordon. Um, yeah, not to the point where I'd bench him. I'm a big believer in start your studs, but he's Josh Gordon definitely will not be a top fifteen, top twenty receiver this week. At least yeah, not. Yeah, and it, it does help a little bit that Julian Edelman uh, is questionable to play. He's limited to practice this Thursday, but that, you know, it, it could be good and it could be bad. He, he's going to get more targets, but there's, uh, there's less people to throw to for Tom Brady. So they're yeah. going to be, they could be double covering Josh Gordon a lot. So again, you got to start them. Don't expect greatness. I uh, think my favorite bit of analysis from you I've ever heard is yep. could be good, could be bad. Could be good, could be bad. <laughs> Wait, I, mean, I can say that about once a podcast. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tom I'm Brady. I, that, uh, you know, I'm not starting him this week. You know, he's been a stud up to this point. I don't think this game favors Tom Brady. You know, it's it's outside. He, you know, his wide receivers will be tough to throw to because of the Bills' coverage. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady's been killing it this season, like you said. Uh, sixth best quarterback. Uh, this year in fantasy points, but yeah, it's a tough defense. It's a tough defense. This could be a very low, low scoring for Tom Brady. I think yeah, it's going to be a heavy run game for the Patriots. It's, it's a tough defense. And also it's a team that knows him really well. Uh, you know, we all tease the bills because they're the mm-hmm. bills, but you know, these divisional games historically Tom struggles, you know, every once yeah. in a while, the dolphins will beat him. The jets give him a hard time. The Bills, you know, I think could surprise some people. So Tom Brady, I'm pretty low on this week. I have him just inside the top 10. Um, yep. You know, moving over moving over to the Bills side of the ball, uh, not a whole lot that I'm excited for. You know, the Patriots yeah. have the best defense in the NFL right now. It's shocking. They have not allowed an offensive touchdown, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, they, they've That's only been scored on through special plays. That's unbelievable. Um, yeah, I That's don't expect change this week though. Yeah, I'm I'm a big believer in that too. I'm happy to hear you coming around to the Bill bandwagon, which I am yeah. on. Um yeah, I think Josh Allen will continue to succeed. I think he will be able to exploit the Patriot defense. He's yeah. not always pretty doing it, but he puts up points. I think Josh Allen is a top 10 uh player this week. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, once again, the Bills have the swagger. You know, he's out to prove that they're not a laughing stock anymore. Um, you know, John Brown I have him in, I think, almost all of my leagues. I'm not starting him. You know, I I am afraid of this Patriot defense. Um, And the Patriots do a really good job of shutting down the best options for the other team. Yeah. And I think that's John Brown. If you want to talk about Tredavious White on the Bills, I mean, we got Stephon Gilmore on the Patriots, another just top corner in the game. So it's, they're going to, they're going to shut down John Brown. Uh, Oh, that rhymed. That was cool. That was Shut down John Brown. Oh, man. Uh, Goosebumps. Yeah, I I do like Josh Allen though. Uh, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna run for a lot this game because he's gonna yeah. need to because he's not yep. gonna be th- able to throw to anyone. So I expect high fantasy points for Josh Allen this week. Yeah, and I think the Patriots are going to let him throw. You know, I think 
So at least the way I perceive it is I think they project them to be a better defense than Josh Allen is a quarterback. So yeah. I think they're going to test him. I think they're going to challenge him and say, let's see if he can throw on us. So I, I think he will have a lot of attempts. Um, I think it will be pretty pass happy. I don't know how effective yep. it'll be, but I do still project Josh Allen to be productive because of his his ability to run. Uh, mm-hmm. When it comes to a running game for the Bills, I'm staying away. Devin Singletary yep. should be back. He is questionable, but he's he's expected to play. But he's coming back from an injury. So he's going to share the work with TJ Yeldon and Frank Gore, Old man Gore. against a really <laughs> good Patriot defense. So I'm not starting any of them. Better days yep, are ahead, but not. yeah, Josh I'm not Allen's starting this the- week. I think both of us can agree Josh Allen's really the only Bill player that uh, that we're starting this week. Right, right. Um, you know, I think next up we have... Uh, we got to predict winners, though. Got to predict the winners. Got to predict Andrew, the winners. I'll, I'll let you go first, my man. Yeah, as much as I want the Bills to win, I'm going Patriots. You know, that's a smart, smart call. Yeah, which is and... weird because I usually... Am, I usually gamble but yeah you know and i think everything points towards the patriots winning you know they're the better yeah. team historically the better i feel a little crazy i'm gonna go oh with the boy. bills there you go you know the patriots wow. usually lose, lose one game against one of their division rivals i think this might be it i think the bills are better than people expect and if the bills don't win i think it's a close loss it's gonna be a so, close one i think uh, it's gonna be a closer game than most people think I'm a Bill believer. But I want to see Bill it happen. Believer. I think I, it could happen. I do here. want to see it happen. I do want It's to in Buffalo. Happen. Let's let's make it happen. Yeah. yeah, let's smash through some tables. Let's do this. Bills Mafia, do your thing. Shout out to the Bills Mafia. Uh, next up, we have the Tennessee Titans against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh-huh. Both kind of surprising teams. You know, the t- uh, Titans have looked better than expected, and the Falcons have looked worse than expected. Yeah. You no, know, who do you think wins the duel this week? Ooh, picking winners right away. Uh, Falcons. I just think their offense is is so good that it, it can make up for their terrible defense when Tennessee is just average all around. Yeah, I'm with you there. Um, you know, the Titans have been a shockingly good defense, but when you look at Atlanta's weapons, Julio Jones, you can't stop him. Um, you know, Calvin Ridley was pretty disappointing last week, but, you know, he's a fantastic player. So you really have to pick your poison if you are, yeah. you know, the Titans defense. Um, you know, even after the disappointing week last week, Calvin Ridley is limited this week. Would mm-hmm. you play him? Uh, no. No, he's limited. Well, I would <laughs> consider, consider him a flex. Depends on how short you're, you are on uh, flex players, but... He could be I good. Not, he could be bad. Yeah, he could be good. Could be bad. Exactly. No, I, I wouldn't be that excited to start him. Uh, if you start him, it's just kind of okay. I, I guess he'll get you some points, but I, I don't expect a big game from Calvin Ridley. Would you start Ridley or John Brown this week? Oh, Ridley. Really? Ridley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go into the running game. Devontae Freeman. Talk about disappointing. Uh, he's somebody that, you know, I'll admit, I, I whiffed on. Uh, Freeman, I was hoping he'd look as good as he did before his injury. He's been, he has not been looking like a good running back. You know, he doesn't look as quick. He does not look as explosive. You know, I think he's a he's a fine RB2. He is still heavily involved, and he'll continue to get work. But he just, he doesn't look like the same running back. You know, I have him ranked as an RB2. I'm not excited to start him, but in a league so desperate for, you know, 
running backs who get touches, he's still a start. Yeah, I mean, he's got no touchdowns this year. Uh, he only has 129 total rushing yards this season. That's that's not a lot. That's nothing impressive from a you know who we thought would be a a solid RB one even. So, I he did have a a good game last week, mm-hmm. but it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Yeah, he, yeah, he it got was most a fine game. Touches. I think he's going to be good. Uh, I think that running back two spot that you put him in is perfect. Yeah, and Edo Smith should be back from his concussion this week, and I think that'll affect Freeman in a negative way as well. Uh, Austin Hooper, I think as much as yeah. I tease Austin Hooper, I yeah. think he's going to have a great week. You know, if oh, yeah. He's been productive, so he might have already been scooped up. But if you're looking for a tight end, I think Hooper is super streamable this week. Hooper is super. That's the oh best my way God, to put that it. sucked. Um, I, hey, listen, you said it, not me. So. I just want to end the podcast. <laughs> um, wow, I, I literally can't think straight after that. That was yep. awful. Uh, Matt Ryan, where do you oh, have okay. him ranked in your quarterback rankings? Uh, I'm pretty low on him. Uh, I would still start him because he gets a lot of touchdowns. Um, <laughs> he also throws a lot of interceptions. I mean, eight touchdowns thrown, also six interceptions thrown. Wow, that's... Uh, he th- he's thrown the most interceptions uh, this year among quarterbacks, but he because of all the touchdowns and the yards he's throwing for, he he gets some points. It's he's not going to be exciting to have on your team, but he he's just he's going to get you some solid points each week. Yeah, it's been a strange offense. So you know they have Dirk Cutter now as their offensive coordinator, uh, and it's strange looking offense. You know Dirk Cutter used to be their offensive coordinator a couple of years back. Yep. And in that system, they had way more splash plays, like those big plays to Julio, mm-hmm. but they're less effective overall. And that's what's happening again this year. You know, they're having those huge plays that look amazing, but when you look at how effective they are on like a, a per drive basis, they're not as effective as they were last year. So I think it's going to be interesting. I'll be curious to see if they, you know, kind of shy away from the splash play style that they have been playing. Yeah. Um, but like you said, I think that leads to his touchdown to interception ratio. And I think Matt Ryan's better than what his stats have been up to this point. Uh, I think Matty Ice should be solid. You know, I think he'll be uh, a back-end QB1. Mm. He won't disappoint you. He won't lose you your week. Um, but, you know, better days are ahead. Looking yep. over to the Titans side of the ball. Uh, gosh, the Titans. It's it's a hard team to project. Delaney a Walker. team. It's a really yeah, let's start team. with Delaney Walker. He yeah. didn't practice this week. And Andrew, you know, break him down. If he does yeah. play, where do you have Delaney Walker ranked? I I like Delaney Walker a lot. I think you need to start him if he plays. Uh, he's really been the guy that Mariota likes and he throws to. Um, eighth best tight end this year if he plays. I mean, he's really injury prone. He's questionable week four. But if you have him... And, you know, keep an eye on him. If he does play, you start him. Yeah, no, and once again, he's old. So I am I did not expect his production to be to the level that it is. Um, but Delaney needs a walker. I think he's going to be a solid tight end one. You know, I he's blowing away any expectations I had. And yep. Mariota is a bad quarterback, but he targets Walker. So I think he can keep it going. It should be a good game for Derrick Henry. He is a yep. strong, strong man. And the Falcons are a small, weak defense. You know, they lost Keanu Neal. He was really the backbone of that defense. 
and I think they're just going to get shredded. I don't expect Mariota to do much because he's Mariota. So they're going to get points some way. I think it's going to be Derrick Henry. Yeah, I'm gonna. I might shock you here, but I got Henry as a uh, top five running back this week. Yeah, that doesn't oh. sound that crazy. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's. I would not be shocked. I can see it happening. Mm-hmm. If Derrick Henry gets going, he is a train. Uh so you know, like we said, Titans, yep. Falcons. You take Falcons. I think that's I'm gonna go cool. Titans. You're I think they're, uh, All right, that's the second I think they're going to show the world. You know, next up we have the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. This will be an exciting game. We'll start with the Panthers because they're a little harder to project. Kyle Allen starting for the Panthers. You know, he looked great last week. He you know, he killed it, man. He killed it. Kyle Allen was balling and he really did show the talent of DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. You know, they were not looking good with cam. They're looking great with Kyle Allen. I think he can keep it up with the Texans. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. aggressively ranking DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. I think they're both must starts this week. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Uh, they, that team for the first time this season looked exciting. It was very fun to watch. So I like Kyle Allen. I like Curtis Samuel. I like DJ Moore. And also, I like the tight end, Greg Olson. Yeah, no, I really like Olson. You know, if, mm-hmm. you know, with the way last year turned out, nobody was really excited for Olson. But once again, the old people are, ru- they're, they're running the world these days. I am a fan of Greg Olson. He keeps getting it done. He runs like a dad, but he produces. So yeah. I'm a fan. You know, I think he's a must start. And Kyle Allen. Are you starting him over, you know, let's say, let's say Matt Ryan? It, it It's tough because it's either, you know, playing it safe or do you want to go for the upside? Uh, I would take the risk on this one. I, I'm, I'll take the risk. I think it's going to be uh, a very close game between Panthers and Texans. I think that's going to be a more of a shootout uh, than the Falcons Titans game. I would start Allen over Ryan very hesitantly, but wow, just, yeah, that's just a hot upside, take, man. I mean, four TDs last game, that was great. That was awesome. Yeah, it, it was against Arizona without Patrick yeah. Peterson, but yeah, no, I think he demonstrated he can go off. Um, you know, like I said, I'm huge on Samuel. I'm huge on Moore this week. I think they can get it done. Yep. You know, let's talk about the Texans. Uh, Deshaun Watson, you're starting. He's a superstar. Hopkins, you're starting. Superstar. Yep. Other than those two options, you know who are you excited about from this Texans offense? Uh, I'm not excited about anyone enough to start <laughs> on my team. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the, harsh. You got the the split in the running backs, uh, and then you just don't know who's going to be the second best wide receiver. I mean, I. If I had to pick anyone, surprisingly, it would be Kenny Stills. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. Between Fuller and Stills, I actually like Stills more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not starting him anywhere. I think he still has to develop and prove himself as the yep. as a reliable number two. Um, but when it comes to the running game, between Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson, I'm starting Carlos Hyde over Duke Johnson. Um, Hyde is, I'd still say a bench player. He's a spot start if needed, but yeah. Duke Johnson, I've cut him from a couple leagues. I think it's time to cut bait. You know, if yeah. you yeah, picked him up after he got traded, 
unfortunately, you probably had to pay a pretty high price for them. I know I had to in a couple of places because I believed. Yeah. But it's time to cut bait, move on from Duke Johnson, use their roster mm-hmm. spot for somebody else. Yeah, it looks like Carlos Hyde will be uh, the guy for the Texans. I wouldn't say the guy, but the better running back. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's less of a bad guy. They're still going to split shares, but, you know, yeah. I, or split snaps, I should say. Share snaps, split snaps, whatever. Well said. Uh, yeah. Carolina Panthers, Houston mm-hmm. Texans. I feel pretty comfortable saying the Texans. I went Panthers. You went Panthers. Went you Panthers. son of a gun. Well done. I Listen, I, I hyped up Allen. I got to just stick with him. You backed it up. I dig right. it. Uh, next up, we have the Chiefs mm-hmm. and the Detroit Lions. This will yeah. be this will be a fun one. Uh, the Chiefs are, you know, the the golden boy of the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes is a just a, a god among men. He keeps yeah, getting it done. If you have one of the wide receivers, you're starting him. I don't care if it's McCole Hardman, Sammy All Watkins. Three. You're start if you have him, you start him. You know, it's yeah. you're just hoping to catch a lightning in a bottle. Uh, Sammy Watkins, I have as a wide receiver two. Mm-hmm. McCole Hardman. Uh, you know, I think those guys are wide receiver three, fours. Yeah, yeah I, I got Hardman and Robinson both at flex. Yeah, and I think that's solid. And if you, you know, if you're going up against somebody who is projected to beat you pretty healthily, uh, I think that you know these Chiefs receivers are someone you can put in there as a kind of a long shot, kind of a hail mary play. Take the risk for the upside. Risk it for the biscuit. Yeah, risk uh, it for the biscuit. Kelsey obviously must start as well. If there yeah. was any question on that. Yeah, the running game is interesting. Uh, Damian yeah. Williams was actually declared out today, mm-hmm. uh, so he's not going to be playing. LaShawn McCoy is questionable. You know, he's still recovering from his injury. I'm starting LaShawn McCoy if I have him. The Lions have been getting torn up by pass-catching yep. running backs, so if I have McCoy, I'm playing him. Uh, any interest in any of the other running backs in Kansas City right now? No, I'm, I'm not interested in Darwin Thompson uh, or Darrell Williams. I... Only shady, and I'm very hesitant about shady as well. Yeah, no, that's valid. I think I'm not feeling as shady about shady, but yeah. you know, I think I'm he's more shady uh, about shady than you are shady about shady. Well, I think I am the real Slim Shady. Yeah, are and you I standing will stand up? up. Okay. Oh, stand. Well, up. that's good. That's fun. I'm uh, sitting down because you're not rap. the real Slim Shady. Man, so, we got way off back to football. Yeah, that was, yeah, that got dark. Yeah. Um, Didn't get yeah, I mean. Truly, I think McCoy will be a solid RB2 this week. Uh-huh. If he's healthy, I think he'll produce. Um, yeah, going to the other side of the ball. Oh, yeah. Still okay. startable. Still startable. Startable. On the yeah. other side of the ball, we have the D, the Detroit Lions. You know, the Chiefs aren't a great defense. You know, they are exploitable. Matthew Stafford, you know, he's one of those players that every once in a while he'll remind you why he was the first overall pick in the draft. Yeah. Forgot he'll blow up. That. Yeah, and a lot of other people have too. I mm-hmm. think he will produce this week. I don't think he's going to have a 400-yard, three-touchdown game. But I can see a world where he's at 300 yards and three touchdowns. I don't think that's okay. outlandish to expect. Yeah, I think he's going to be okay. He's going to get you points. Uh, if you have him, you don't need to worry about you know trying to decide if you start him or not. I think if you start him, you're going to be happy with the points that he gets you. I don't think he's going to explode and have a monstrous game yeah the people i do expect to have a monstrous game i'm a fan of kenny kenny mm-hmm. galladay mm-hmm. uh so the other day um yep that's a letter kenny reference for anybody kenny galladay 
I think he's going to have a huge game against the Chiefs. He was disappointing last week, but I think he's going to have a real chance to take advantage of this Chiefs defense. You know, it's going to be a catch-up game. I do expect the Chiefs to win this game pretty heavily, so the Lions will need to play catch-up, and that's where Stafford excels. He is so good at garbage time. I call him the garbage man. Yeah, he will give you garbage time points, and I think the wide receivers are going to be the main beneficiaries of that. I'm really high... Uh, on the wide receivers this week even Marvin Jones you know if I have him I'm starting him I think he has a real opportunity here yeah Danny Amendola is questionable so we should see some targets go to Marvin Jones and letter Kenny Galladay Uh, I also do think Hawkinson's gonna have a a decent game I'm gonna say a top 10 tight end this week yeah, uh, I think you're exactly right. Uh, yeah. You know, I just I lost Vance McDonald's to Vance McDonald to injury. Oh, yeah. I'm replacing him with TJ Hawkinson. I think he has a real chance to score a touchdown, and in a game where they're trying to play catch up, I think they're they're going to feature their athletic tight end. Yeah, I think a touchdown and you know twenty thirty yards. It's not yeah, be great, heck, but... I'll take it. That's tight end landscape these exactly. days. That, and again, that's all you want from tight ends. Uh, between these two teams, Chiefs Lions. Chiefs. I have the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. Yep. I like it. Uh, next up, we have the Washington professional football franchise uh-huh. against the New York Giants. Uh, interesting game. Um, this is a, a fun one to watch. <laughs> These guys do not like each other very much. Uh-uh. Let's start with Washington. Terry McLaurin, he's going to be a game-time decision. He yeah. got hurt. Not hurt. He was a, He popped up on the injury report yeah. later on in the, in the week. That's not something you like to see. So I am worried about Terry McLaurin. I'm worried about how much that'll affect him. Even if he does play, it's a hamstring injury. And those are notorious for popping up at the worst times. Uh, I'm worried. You know, are, are you as worried as I am about Terry McLaurin? I'm not. I'm not worried at all. I think if he does play, I think he's going to have an amazing game. Uh, yeah, if he if he plays and he's healthy, I do expect him to go off. You know, he's setting yeah. records with his production and with his yards he's gotten so far. If you project that out over an entire season, he's going to have more yards his rookie season than Odell Beckham Jr. had his. Ooh. So if you're saying I can get Terry McLaurin, you know, I I'm a fan of him. I'm just yeah. worried about how he- how healthy he'll be able to be this week. I I like the matchup he's in as well. Uh, he's going up against the Giants, who they have the worst defense in passing yards per game. Uh, and and I think if if McLaren stays healthy, then they can there there should be a good connection there between Keenum and McLaren. They're going to take advantage of that god awful defense. Oh well, and and truly, even with McLaren, I'd be pretty tempted to play Paul Richardson. I know he's not a very exciting player, but I think he has an opportunity against you know who yeah. you said the Giants are the worst team in the NFL mm-hmm. against wide receivers. Yeah, so I Paul agree. Richardson. If you're looking for a, a smart play, even in DFS, I think he's going to be a really good start, even if yep. McLaurin's perfectly healthy. He uh, had a good Jordan, game last week. Yeah, yeah, he really he did. You know, he showed week, so. he's capable. Uh, Jordan Reed is still out, so they will continue to highlight other options. Vernon Davis and all that. Yeah, Adrian Peterson, Chris Thompson. I am not as excited about Peterson. I am excited about Chris yeah. Thompson. Yeah, he's, it's the same every week for us. We like Thompson. Not excited about Peterson. Sometimes they prove us wrong. Well, I mean, with Peterson, the only way he'll prove us wrong is if he scores a touchdown. Touchdown. Uh, you know, Chris Thompson, you know, he's so featured in the passing game. I think that's going to continue against the Giants. Uh-huh. You know, they're exploitable. They're bad against wide receivers. 
you know, Chris Thompson's basically a wide receiver. He's basically a yeah. slot receiver. So I really like Thompson this game. If you, you know, need to replace a Matt Burita or if you need to, you know, have someone to fill out a spot on your bench or fill out a, your flex, I think Chris Thompson's a really smart play this week. I really do like Chris Thompson, especially if you're in a PPR, half-point PPR league. Uh, he gets catches, he gets yards, and again, against <laughs> the Giants' defense, it's it, I think he's going to ball out. Ball out. Yeah, ball out. on the other side of the ball, the yep. Saquonless New York Giants, you know, even without Saquon, you know, I think they can be a formidable offense. I'm really impressed with Daniel Jones, and I'm curious to see if he can do it again. That was awesome last week. I just want to point that out. I always kind of joke about how Daniel Jones is going to save this uh, team, and then I, I think I'm actually kind of right. I, Daniel Jones had an amazing week last week, and again, they, they didn't have Saquon Barkley for most of the game, <clears throat> and they won. I think that Daniel Jones can do it again this week. Yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. I think he's better than a lot of people project. Um, and he was amazing. He did face a pretty rough defense last week. Mm-hmm. But the good news is he faces a pretty bad defense again this week. Yep. So Washington is exploitable. I do expect Jones to be effective. I don't think he'll be as good as he was last week. I think that was... You know, you know, in baseball, when someone goes up to bat for the first time and hits a home run, yeah. it's pretty, it's not common, but it's definitely not rare. I think that might have been the same thing with Daniel Jones. I think he'll be good. I don't think he'll be great. Um, yeah, know, I think last week showed his upside and what it can be. Right, right. Uh, with Saquon Barkley out, where do you have Wayne Gallman ranked? Uh, I have him on my bench, but I don't have him starting yet this week. I want to see how involved he is and how good he can do on this team. Uh, so definitely a person to keep an eye on, but I am not starting him this week. I'm a little skeptical. Yeah, he definitely has a shelf life because you're just waiting until Saquon comes back. You know, I, I think he's more talented than people give him credit for. Uh, I think he's going to be a running back four this week. Uh, I can easily see a world where he gets 80 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that outrageous. Um, you know, they still want to run the ball to take the pressure off of Jones. So if I have him, I'm starting him. I think he's a really okay. solid flex play. Um, you know, you probably won't feel comfortable. You'll probably feel a little dirty when you do it. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think he's a perfect player to take a chance on, especially if you spent a lot of fab money on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely more skeptical about that. But uh, two players I do like, Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram. Yeah, the two yeah. guys I like this week. They are must-starts. Obviously, Ingram's always been a must-start. I like Shepard. I actually have him at a uh, wide receiver, too. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm right there with you. I think Shepard will be great. I think Ingram will be great. This is going to be the last game for the Giants uh, until Golden Tate comes back. Golden Tate yeah. is set to come back week five. Uh, you cannot stress enough. Pick him up. It's yeah, he's owned in most leagues. Uh, if he's available, pick him up. Double check. It, pick him up. I'm a, yeah, I'm excited to see what he can do with Daniel Jones. I think there's a lot of upside there. Yeah, uh, I definitely like Jones and to Tate rather than Manning to Tate. Yep, yeah, agreed. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Washington against the Giants? Who yeah. do you have? I got Giants again. I got Daniel I've got Jones. Giants too. Yep, I'm, uh, I'm with Danny Dimes. I like it. <laughs> Danny Dimes. All right. All right, move on. 
Up next, we have the yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars against the Denver Broncos. Two of the saddest teams in the NFL right now. Uh, Let's start with the Jaguars. Oh, get out of here. Bad. They're not bad. Get bad. out of here. They're fun. They're a laughingstock. It's uh, kind of fun. The only bright spot for the Jaguars is Gardner Minshew. Yeah. You know, they really are babying him in the offense. They're not asking him to do a whole lot, but he's done enough to prove he can get it done. You know, I think he might replace Nick Foles moving forward, even when Foles is healthy. I think they have a good player in their hands. The ultimate backup quarterback. The ultimate backup. He's the best Um, quarterback in the NFL. I think he'll have a fine game, Minshew. I'm not expecting all that much from him. D.D. Westbrook, I'm not starting. I'm not owning him. Yeah, if you still have him on your roster, yeah. Right. I do like D.J. Chark. Um, I've stopped myself from saying D.J. Shark every time. But D.J. Chark, that that might make it easier. D.J. Shark, I think he's a, a really solid play this week. Um, I would be a little worried about Chris Harris uh, shadow covering him, mm-hmm. but I think there's a chance they're going to move Shark around in a way where he still gets the touches. DJ Shark. Doo, 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 doo. I like him. Uh, yeah. I'm flex for me. Uh, Gardner Minshew is still not good enough for me to start in a one quarterback league, but I like him as a backup. Yeah, I think there's a lot of question marks about the offense as a whole, but especially Leonard Fournette. You know, yeah. he has not looked like the running back we were hoping for when he got drafted. He was supposed to be the next AP, and he really hasn't. You know, he's been awful. Awful might be strong. He's got a, a really, really I mean, rough yards per carry. And this year, he just doesn't look fast. He doesn't look explosive, and he doesn't have the vision that you know yeah. we were hoping for. He doesn't so need a touchdown this season either. Right. So if you have him, I think you're starting him out of necessity. Yeah. But... Honestly, if I had the option to, I would take Chris Thompson over Leonard Fournette this week. Me too. Me too. Yeah. The Broncos defense, you know, people will tell you that, you know, this season the Broncos aren't good against running backs. Mm -hmm. You know, and statistically, they've given up yards to the running back position. I don't think that's the true Denver Broncos. When you look at who they have on their D-line and their defenders, I think it's just an anomaly that they've been bad up to this point. Yeah. I think they get it right this game, and they shut down Leonard Fournette really? and send him home packing. Yeah, like you said, there's some good players on the Broncos' defense. You know, Bradley Chubb, Von Miller. Uh, we talked earlier about Miami, and I said that, surprisingly, they're not the worst defense in the league. The Broncos are. The Broncos have one fantasy point this season. Uh, they're the worst in the league. They They have no sacks and no turnovers in the first three weeks yeah that's not good that's not good and i know that's just killing them because that's the thing the broncos are supposed to be good at yeah we they really thought their whole game plan was their defense can be good enough to win to win games and they just yeah the bears game plan yeah um yeah bears the cheap bears yeah no i'm I'm not expecting much for the jaguars uh with the broncos Mm-hmm. I'm not starting Philip Lindsay. I'm not starting Royce Freeman. No. You know, I Jaguars, you know, as much as I tease them, they are still a, a good defense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when it comes to playable options of the Broncos, I think it might just be Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like Emmanuel Sanders. Uh I put him in a flex position, but it's gonna be Jalen Ramsey going up against Emmanuel Sanders. So, yeah, it, but here's the bit that. about that. You know, he is questionable. 
Jalen yeah. Ramsey is questionable going into the week. Um, he's had personal issues. Yeah. He's been so sick. So is Emmanuel Sanders, though. And now, Sanders. no, well, hold on. Now he has a back injury. So there's three things he might miss the game for. So I think there's a real chance Jalen Ramsey doesn't play. And even if even if Ramsey does play, I think they're yeah. just going to dink and dunk it to Samuel or uh, Sanders all day where he still has value. But I'm projecting Ramsey to be out. So I think I think Sanders is a good play. Yeah, I still, even with Ramsey, I got uh, Sanders in a flex position. Yeah, solid. Solid, solid. Uh, between these two teams, who do you have? I got Jacksonville. I'm going with Gardner Mania. You know, I'm a fan. Yep. Uh, Buccaneers against the Rams. I think two exciting offenses. Both of these offenses can ball out when they are on fire. Let's start with the Buccaneers. Mike Evans finally went off last Killed week. It. That was like awful. everybody said he would. It was just a matter of time. He's a it, great receiver. People were really doubting him. That. If only yeah. someone predicted that James Winston and Mike Evans would have a good game. Oh, wait. That was us. High five. Boom. All right. Boom. I like it. Uh, it was it was low-hanging fruit, but we'll take the credit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Mike Evans You know, just reminded people he is the number one receiver for a reason mm-hmm. uh, in that offense. You know, I like him a lot this week, too. You know, he's going to be featured... Jameis Winston, I think he's going to continue to sling it. Arians will feature, you know, the wide receiving core. So Mike Evans, he's locked and loaded as a wide receiver one. I have a question. How do you feel yeah. about Godwin? Uh, very hesitant. I have, we'll, we'll talk about this James Winston later. I'm actually not excited about James Winston this week. So wow. that means that I'm less excited about any wide receiver. I still like Mike Evans. Uh, not not too excited about Chris Godwin. I do not play him this week. Yeah, Godwin is dealing with an injury. He has a hip injury. So he might be playing at less than 100%. I do still like him. You know, I don't think he's a wide receiver two, but wide receiver three or a flex, I think I'm on board. Uh, I think they are going to make a concerted effort to stop Mike Evans. So I think Godwin, you know, will excel in that role. Uh with the running back situation with the Buccaneers, yeah. I wish I had a good answer for you. I don't. Ronald Jones is a better running back. Peyton Barber is just a running back. It's just going to be a matter of time, hopefully, until Ronald Jones is the starter. I'm yeah. rostering him if I can. I think he has – you saw it last week. He's a really talented player, and if he what gets the opportunity – Yeah. Yeah, he'll provide value. Um, you know, I think he has RB2 upside. So – for the time being, he's on my bench. I just I don't want to try to predict this backfield. I don't want to get burned again. Both Barber and Jones are on my bench. Keep them yep. there until I, you know there's a reason to believe in one of them. Yeah, put them on your bench. Don't start them though. Uh, the guy that I'm actually really excited for this week on the Bucks, OJ Howard. I think this is going to be the week that he finally performs to what you know to his potential to what we think he was going to do this season. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, I sure hope so. For me. Yeah, no, I hope so. Tight end has been sad this year, especially yeah. for the, the top-tier tight ends. I think you're right. I think OJ can exploit this Rams defense and hopefully make this game a little bit more mm-hmm. exciting. Uh, going over to the Rams side of the ball, what's going on with Gurley? He's just I, – I still think they're, they're worried about him. They're worried about the arthritis, so they're really limiting his touches. Yeah, are you worried about Gurley? Are you a I Gurley am? man? No, I'm worried about him. I'm worried about him. You you sound upset. 
Oh, no, I, I just okay. want to make it clear. Are you a girly yeah. man? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> I see what you were doing there. Okay. <laughs> All right. It took me a while. It took me a while. I was really confused about the question. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'm not that excited about girly. Um, yeah. Three yards and one touchdown this season. Uh, he's been really splitting time with Malcolm Brown. I He's just not as good as we thought he was going to be this season. Yeah. It's Um, been hard to be excited about him. You know, I think there was an expectation that he would not be the normal Todd Gurley. Uh, And I said, you know, give me 15 touches of Todd Gurley. I'll still take it. You know, I think he's a solid RB two. He's not going to win you any weeks, but you know, I think he's perform. He's going to get you the points and you can't, you know, you got to start him every week. Yeah. Would you rather have Joe Mixon or Todd Gurley? Um, Oh man, that's a good question. Well, you're the expert, so I need an answer. I would go Mixon this week. No, not this week, in general. If rest of season, who would you have? Mixon still. Still going Mixon. Okay, here's a question for you. Yeah. Would you go Todd Gurley or James Conner rest of season? Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. Wow, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I feel very similarly. I'd still rather have Gurley than Mixon. You know, he's on a good offense. You know, the Rams still look rough, but I think they're going to piece it back together. 15 touches, it's Todd Gurley, it's the Rams. I think he's going to have better opportunities than those other guys. Um, Yeah, when it comes to the receivers for the Rams, they've all kind of disappointed other than Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, oh yeah. The Cup runneth over, as they Uh say. Uh, Cooper Cup, you're starting. Brandon Cooks, I'm starting. Are Uh, you? Yeah, yep. Still starting him. Let's uh let's talk about the guy who has got a lot of question marks around him. Let's talk about Robert Woods. What do you do with him? Yeah, you know, if you have him, you start him. You know, I I have him. I'm a huge fan of, you know, his work. You know, he's not as explosive as explosive as Cooks. Um, but he's a he's a good possession receiver. And I, I truly do think he is the number one option on this offense. Mm-hmm. I do think that Cooper's emergence, Cooper Cup's emergence affects uh, Robert Woods negatively. I didn't think it would be in a huge manner, like what it appears to have been, but I still have hope. I think this whole offense has not quite been together yet. And the Rams, I mean, Jared Goff hasn't looked like the Jared Goff we all know and love, but the Jared Goff has shown he does struggle on the road. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm looking forward to a home game. I do think the Rams will get it back together. So I am starting Robert Woods. Yeah, I agree. It's going to, one of these, few weeks he's actually going to have a great week you know get 100 yards on a touchdown and you don't want to take the you know you don't want to bench him and regret it so i think it's a safe bet to to keep robert woods on your starting lineup yeah i fully agree uh buccaneers versus rams who do you have rams rams next up we have the seahawks against the cardinals bird battle Bird battle, bird bowl, part two. Bird bowl, part three, I think. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I trust part you. Three or something. So with Check. the Seahawks. It doesn't matter, yeah. I'll let you break down the running back controversy, because I know you are emotionally invested and material materially invested in this Seahawks run game. I am so emotionally invested in Chris Carson. Uh, I really like him this week, but again, I like him every week. Uh, Rashad Penny, questionable. He was uh, limited in practice on Thursday. Um, I like the matchup against the Cardinals. Uh, last week, the 
Uh, Cardinals defense gave up 5.6 yards per carry, uh, which is tied for 24th in the league. I like I like that matchup with with Carson. So Carson's definitely a must start. Penny, I would not start at all. Uh, yeah, that's the run game. Yeah, I really do like Chris Carson, but I'm worried that he's going to be punished for his fumbles. For his fumbles. You know, he's fumbled three times in three games. You know, I I don't think Pete Carroll has a lot of patience for fumblers. No, he's he, I, you can tell he's starting to lose his patience. I think Chris Carson just needs two hands, just two hands on the ball. <laughs> That's what you're taught. That's all he needs. That's when you're taught when you're like seven. Two hands on the ball. Don't fumble. He's got to go back to basics. As long as he doesn't fumble the ball, he should be great. Yeah, and truly, I I do believe Chris Carson is a better player than the fumbling mess he's become. So I'm still a fan of Chris Carson. I'm still starting him. If you can get Penny, try to. It's nice having that insurance if they do veer away from Carson. But yeah, if I, I had to pick one, obviously Carson. Team, yeah. Right. I think I think Carroll's going to stick with Carson. And I think yeah. Carson will prove he's dependable. Uh, when it comes to the passing game, this offense is a lot more pass happy, uh, pass happy than a lot of people expected. Yeah. Russell Wilson's been throwing it a lot, yeah. and they've looked good. You know, I think one of the players I'm really looking forward to this week is the tight end for the Seahawks, Will Disley. Yeah, uh, I, I picked him up and started him. Now that's. That's how much I like him. Yeah, and he's a straight-up cowboy. He's from Montana. Yeah. You know, I, I like Will Disley. I think he can be great this week. And other than TJ Hawkinson, I think he's one of my favorite stream plays this week. Yeah, and, and you look at how well tight ends have done against that Arizona defense. TJ Hawkinson, week one, six receptions, 131 yards and touchdown. Week two, Mark Andrews, eight receptions, 112 yards and touchdown. Then week three, Greg Olson, six receptions, 75 yards, two touchdowns. Cardinals are not good against the tight end. And Disley is the number one tight end for the Seahawks. And we should I should expect great things from him this week. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Now, we'll get into this later, but he's one of my starts of the week. I'm a huge fan of Disley. When it comes to the other receivers, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, uh, how do you feel about those guys? Are they locked and loaded starters? They're locked and loaded for me. They both have proved that they can be, that they're capable uh, of scoring touchdowns, getting yards, and capable of being in a starting lineup from a fantasy perspective. So I know Tyler Lockett. He's locked and loaded. You know, he's a top 12 locked wide receiver. But DK Metcalf, where do you have him ranked rest of season? <sighs> rest of the season? Uh, I still have him in that flex position. I think he can finish as a top 25 receiver yeah top 25 receiver at the end of the season yeah i've got a lot of respect for that um dk metcalf i think he's you know the way he's involved in the offense his maturity as a player his route running i think he's really proved proved himself to be a a great receiver i'm actually way more impressed by him than i thought i would be when he got drafted Mm -hmm. uh right now you know like you said he's a flex i think he can finish the season as a wide receiver two or three you know he's I think he's a budding superstar, and I think it's the year of the rookie receivers again. You have McLaurin, and you have Metcalf, and Marquise Brown. And all the Browns except Antonio. Oh. That's true. But, yeah. I thought you meant the Cleveland Browns. I'm like, I don't think those guys are rookies. Yeah, uh, 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 they um, like rookies, but... Cool, yeah. that's harsh. Got him. Uh, yeah, I'd start, Wilson, I'd start Wilson if I have him. He's yep. proven to be a really good quarterback this year. Over to the Cardinals side of the ball. You know, let's break it down. David Johnson, you're starting. Yep. Uh, 
Kyler Murray, you know, he's he's shown to be capable when he's put in the situation. Yeah. He also shows a lot of warning signs. You know, how do you feel about Kyler Murray? Yeah, well, he uh he he's leading the league, leading the NFL in passing attempts, but he also has the fourth fewest passing yards per attempt. So he's throwing the ball a lot, but he's not throwing well. He's not throwing long, but he I, I still like him a lot. He's the uh top eleven. He's the eleventh best fantasy quarterback uh this year. It is a tough matchup though against Seattle. Seattle's known for having a great defense. I would consider starting Kyler Murray though. Yeah, you know, I think I'm I'm higher on Kyler Murray this week and rest of season than you might be. Uh, you know, he's one of my starts of the week, so I, I oh, might wow. get into this a little bit later. I might change it. We'll see. Yeah. But something that I am optimistic for, like you said, the most pass attempts. Mm-hmm. And like you also said, they haven't been that effective. You know, I think the Cliff Kinsbury offense has been a huge disappointment to this point. But he was yeah. a college coach coming to the NFL. That usually does happen. There's that trend that's tough to translate. Um, we saw it with Chip Kelly. And I'm not saying it's the same situation, but I think Kyler will get better. I do think Cliff Klings- Klingsbury is a good coach, and I think he's going to modify the offense to help his quarterback. Yeah, you know, it's I really take like him Larry. a little bit to, to learn and adapt, is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. yeah, not just Murray growing as a player, but also their coach needs to yeah, grow as a coach as a whole. Yeah. Right. So I am optimistic, uh, rest of season. I'm also mm-hmm. optimistic this week. The Seattle Seahawks have given the 10th most fancy football points to quarterbacks so far this season. And I think Murray does present a really good opportunity. I think he'll get it done through the air, you know, between Fitzgerald and Kirk. Yeah. I also think he's going to provide a lot of value on the ground. I think he's going to start rushing more as he gets more comfortable. Right. And, you know, I'm hoping the O-line gets a little bit better. Even if it doesn't, Kyler Murray, I think the more he plays, the more comfortable he'll get, the more you know awareness he'll have in the pocket. He'll be able to run away from some of that pressure. All right, yeah. Uh, you know, between these two teams, who do you have? I still got Seahawks. It's going to be a good one, but I got the Hawks. Yeah, I like the Cardinals this week. I think they might upset, but I'm still going Seahawks. All right. Next up, we have the sad Ooh, Minnesota Vikings <laughs> against the Chicago sad. Mauling Bears. It's I just like two, teasing the Vikings. Two teams with a great defense and not so great offense. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's start with the Vikings. Yeah. The Vikings, in Mike Zimmer's version of Paradise, it's just a running back on a treadmill running nonstop. And that's all he wants. Cook. All he wants to do is run the ball. He doesn't want to throw. He doesn't want to give Kirk Cousins the ball. He wants Kirk Cousins to do one thing, give the ball to Dalvin Cook. Yep. And after watching Kirk Cousins play for a couple of seasons in Minnesota, I don't blame him. That's uh, how most Vikings fans are feeling. Just give the ball to Cook. Just give it to Cook. It's working so far. You know, It seems yeah. to be a winning recipe for the most part. He's the best uh, running back in the league. Yeah, Based you know, statistically. Yep. Yeah, statistically, I'm with you there, man. Uh, you know, I'll let you break down the fantasy football options. You can take the lead on your hometown yeah. team. Give me the rundown. It, it's So, Cook is a must-start. Uh, it's a little worrisome against the Chicago Bears. Bears are are known to just have a terrifying defense. I mean, if you saw them last week, it's just they're just scary. But I still think Delvin Cook is going to be great. I don't think he's going to perform as good as he's done 
uh, in the last couple weeks. I think he's going to regress a little bit. Um, but really, that's the only guy I'm excited about. Uh, a couple other fantasy options are Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, but but the big thing is is Kirk Cousins is throwing to him. Now, as much as I want Kirk Cousins to do good, he's just not. I mean, he he just he's making poor decisions. He's getting sacked. He's you know throwing turning over the ball, and it's not going to help that the Bears defense is going to be the one coming after him. So, I I'm not as excited about Thielen uh, or <coughs> if you have to play him, they'll do okay. But if you got other wide receivers that you're trying to you know decide over, I would pick them over Thielen or Diggs. Yeah, no, I think you will. Yeah, I think you went over that really well. I agree with almost everything you say. I do expect way more of a drop-off for Cook this week. Uh, Not that I think Cook will be bad. It's just he's been so good. I think he'll have a a more normal stat line this week. You know, I think he'll have a more regular, you know, 70 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, against the Bears, that's good. Uh, And as as your running back, you'll take it. You know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's not that bad of a stat line. But you've been spoiled so far with Dalvin Cook. Um, the, the thing I'm worried about is I think the Bears might really sell out to stop their run. I think they'd be perfectly okay letting Cousins try to throw it around. Yeah, uh, that's something I can see going wrong for Dalvin Cook. You know, like you said, the Bears' defense is dominant. You know, when they're clicking, they are on fire. So Dalvin Cook. Be less excited than normal. I think he takes a, a way bigger step off than what he's been doing. But like I said, 60, 70 yards and a touchdown, can't complain. Yeah. Uh, like you said, passing game, Thielen, I'm trying to avoid starting this week. Diggs is enjoying his spot on the bench. Um, yeah, other than that, Kyle Rudolph, I'm avoid. I'm avoiding. I don't want any piece of that. Yeah, he's Rudolph's really not, not done anything this year. Irv Smith has looked to be the better tight end. He's gotten more more receptions, more yards. So, yeah, yeah, I I think that kind of sums up the Vikings yep. there. Uh, yep. On the Bears side of the ball, this will be an interesting test for the Bears. So they they have follow a pretty similar strategy. You know, they want to beat you into submission with their defense. Um, so I think they're going to do a very similar thing. It's let's hide the quarterback. Let's really take the game out of the quarterback's hands. So I do expect them to feature Montgomery and Tariq Cohen. I think that's their strength. Yep. Uh, unfortunately for Allen Robinson, I think his biggest hindrance is Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, you're only as good as your quarterback, and that's why Thielen isn't ranked higher. That's why Kenny Galladay isn't ranked higher. I guess Galladay is a bad example because Stafford's actually it is a bad good, example. But, yeah, but that's why you know when when you get teams like the Saints or the Steelers where their star quarterback is out it just affects the entire receiving core. So the the fact that Trubisky's really not having a good season brings Robinson's value down a lot. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. And unfortunately, I think I can foresee something going wrong for the Bears. I can see Trubisky trying to win the game himself. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Vikings pass rush, rush has 10 sacks. You know, they, oh, they can get after the quarterback. And not only that, they're an opportunistic defense. They know how to pop out the ball. They can they can hit hard, and they they kind of live for that. So I'd be worried hard. about Trubisky yeah. trying to win the game himself. I think if things go well, you can have you know a really heavy Montgomery Cohen game and win the game that way and through the defense. Um, I think this is going to be kind of a kicker a kicker off, uh, which you know 
<laughs> isn't the most exciting thing, but <laughs> the battle of of uh, bad kickers. Just yeah, two teams no, it's... who have been cursed by terrible kicking. <laughs> this game might end zero zero. <laughs> oh god, it's gonna uh, end zero zero, but with yeah. five field goal attempts for each team. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be a defensive game. It's gonna be. It's really gonna be which which uh, that both defenses are gonna perform very well. So which offense can step it up? Yeah, I think I think Robinson should be fine. I have him on yeah. par with Sanders this week. I think he'll be a, a, a good flex option if he can swing it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think it'll be a flex. I think he'll perform as a flex option. Let me let me say it that way. Uh, okay. Vikings versus Bears. I'm guessing you're gonna choose Vikings. Yeah. You know what? You're going I might there. have to go there with you. Okay. Oh, it it pains me to pick the Vikings, but I think Listen, I'm with you there. The one thing that we can bond over as a Viking fan and you as a Packer fan, we can just hate the Bears. You know? Well, and honestly, either way I win. Because if the Vikings win, I called it. If the Vikings yeah. lose, the Vikings oh, well. lose. So that's yeah. a win-win. Uh, next up, we have the Dallas Cowboys taking on the New Orleans Saints. Uh-huh. Man, Imagine how good this game would be if Drew Brees was so funny. Um, it's really disappointing. Yeah. Because like as a you just want to watch a good game. And with Teddy Bridgewater as quarterback, it's less likely to happen. As much as well, I love my my boy Teddy. If we just imagine the Prescott versus Brees, you have Cooper and you have Thomas. Awesome. You have Kamara, you have Elliot. Awesome. This is this could have been such a good game. I'm not going to yeah. worry about too much more. Dallas Cowboys, you know, Andrew, I think this was probably your best call uh, in the preseason is you yep. were all in on the Cowboy offense, and I was I'll be damned. You're right, man. You Cooper This and offense Dak. is on fire. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited about it that, uh, well, before the season started, we made our predictions. Uh, but, you know, right now, if I had to pick a team, to make it to the Super Bowl, I'm going Cowboys. I mean, this team is just amazing all around. Yeah, I I wouldn't go that far. You know, I think they've I had am. the luxury yeah. of facing bad teams. And not to take away from the Cowboys, they've performed so well. They've had easy easy matchups, so I don't want yep. I don't want to make it seem like they're a Super Bowl team, but they're looking great. And for fantasy, you don't care if they are a Super Bowl team, you just want the yep. points. Uh, so when you break down the Cowboys, Amari Cooper, he is questionable. He had a precautionary MRI earlier this week, which scared everybody. That's so turned out negative. So much. Yeah, but oh. it turned out negative, so he's good to go. It looks like he will play this week. Uh, mm-hmm. Amari Cooper is a top 15, top 10. How do you have him ranked? I mean, before the season started, I predicted that he'd be a top five at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So as of right now, though, yeah, I got him top 10. Top 10. Yeah, and he's performed. You know, I I think he... I can see him struggling a little bit against the Saints defense, but I still have him as the top 20 uh, wide receiver. I think he's going to... I think he's going to perform really well. Uh, Quarterback, you're starting Dak Prescott. He's been a superstar so far, and that shouldn't slow down. Uh, You know, you have this really neat stat on here. Dallas is top five in the NFL for both passing and rushing offenses. That was actually Brendan that, that found that. So, Brendan, you are Brandon. a superstar of a producer. Yep. So thankful to have you. Yeah. Uh, to... You know, that's a great stat. You know, that really shows mm-hmm. how effective this team is. Um, you know, you really don't know how to stop them. You know, if you try to shut down the pass, they can run it right over you with Elliot. Yeah. Elliot should have a great week. Um, he does what he does. 
Are there any other players on this Cowboys team other than Cooper, Elliott, Prescott that you'd want to be playing? Um, well, Gallup's been questionable. Uh, oh, yeah, he's been ruled out. He's not playing. Yeah, he's been ruled out. Okay, yeah, so definitely not interested in Gallup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as much as it feels weird to say it, Jason Witten. Oh, that's gross. It's weird. I'm I'm starting to like him more and more. He's He's not getting a lot of yards. He's getting some receptions and he's getting touchdowns. So if you really don't have a good tight end, Jason Witten could be a, a a decent option. Like if Disley's not available, if Hooper's not available, I I think I like Witten. Yeah, I, I mean, know, yeah. I would never want to be in a position to start him. Uh, but if you have if you to take that, a shot, yeah. you could do worse. If you got um, Kittle and you need you know someone to fill in for that bye week, yeah. Jason Witt. I'm not against it. Uh, let's look at the New Orleans Saints team. Mm-hmm. This is a team I was really worried about last week. I'm yeah. not a huge fan of Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not a believer. Teddy um, loves. And he he performed exactly as everybody expected. Fine. Okay. You, yeah. He did fine. Yeah, he's he's a really good backup quarterback. He won't lose you the game. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, you know, Alvin Kamara is just a Kill human me. joystick. Oh. It's amazing watching him play. He's going to be the offense. That yeah. worked last week for this team. I think they're going to have to do it again. I think yeah, the Saints he's... defense will do enough to keep this game close so that they can run the ball as much as they want to. I agree. You you talked about, you know, uh, Breeze versus Prescott, which isn't going to happen. You talked about Cooper with, versus Thomas, and Thomas lost his value. Uh, I still think that, that Kamara and... And Elliot, I think that matchup kind of stays the same. So, I mean, Bridgewater targeted Kamara 10 times last week uh, compared to Michael Thomas with seven. Kamara just killed it. And uh, they learned that's what works. Give the ball to Kamara. You should be fine. So I, I expect a huge game as they try to, you know, stick with the Dallas Cowboys, the Super Bowl contending Dallas Cowboys. Well, and truthfully, well, okay, technically everybody's contending for the Super Bowl, so that's not impressive. Um, In my head, the Cowboys. Yeah, I think what's important to note is I think Kamara might have gotten more valuable since the Breeze injury. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, it's a big downgrade for the offense, but with Kamara, he has such limited touches as a running back. I mean, just for his career, you don't need to feed him the ball. He's still productive. Now that Breeze is gone, you know, they're really removed. Latavius Murray is a non-factor. He's not involved at all. Kamara is getting more touches, and you've seen what he can do with any time he touches the ball. So I think the more touches that are given to Kamara, obviously the more valuable he becomes. And yeah. now that they really are feeding him more, I think I think he's actually benefiting from this Breeze absence. We saw last week what happens when you target Kamara. 16 carries, 69 yards and a touchdown, 9 receptions, 92 yards and a touchdown. That's what happens when you when you get Kamara involved. Yeah, I'm going to hope his body holds up because, honestly, he could be something magical. Uh, you know, I another really neat stat that Brendan pulled up, you know, the Saints are 3-1 and one when Kamara has 150 scrimmage yards uh, and two touchdowns. Uh, you know, I think they're going to feed the beast, and, you know, that stat just goes to prove Kamara's a monster. Feed the monster. Yeah. I feel like we're going to split on this decision here. Oh, I can already tell you that we are. Yeah. Um, actually, you know what? I take that back. I think we're really? both going boys. 
You're going the boys. All right. I'm going the boys. I like the Saints a lot. I like Alvin Kamara a lot, but the offense as a whole, give me the Cowboys. Yeah. So if Drew Brees was playing instead of Teddy. You Gosh go dang it. You know what? I take that back. I take that back. <laughs> the Dolphins played. The Dolphins were able to be close with them last week for the first oh, half of the football oh. game. I take okay. it back. I'm going Saints. Sean Payton's a genius. <laughs> Who that? Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> You know how, how much I dislike the Saints, so. I know. that's That just makes it all the more beautiful. Ugh. I'm going Saints. I can see where I can lose this one pretty easily. Yeah. But I have a I dream. Mean, again, that's for Andrew see, to It, it be can sad. go back and forth. It, it's it's going to be. It, it, I love that it's Sunday night football, too. So there's no other games to distract me. I can watch every play in this game. It's going to be so fun to watch. So Cowboys are going to beat the Saints, though. It's going to be great. Moving on. Maybe, maybe. It will. They happen. could win, they could lose. You know, they that's, could that's win, they analysis. Could lose. So maybe it'll be a tie, not likely. The last game we have to preview today is the Cincinnati Bengals versus mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Sad Bowl. Both of these teams Sad are just a, they're just a shadow of what they could have been. Yeah. Let's start with the Bengals. Uh-huh. Ick. That's, that's Ick? all. That's all you gotta Ick. say? Just I, don't, I mean, I don't think it's that ick. Andy Ick. Dalton's kind of performing well. Um, yeah. Joe Mixon stepped it up last week, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah, he did. Awesome. So I like to tease the Bengals. They do still have fantasy value. They're not the Dolphins. Andy Dalton is a good enough quarterback to have yeah. his supporting cast have points. Joe Mixon reminded everybody why he was you know, so valuable in fantasy football. He's a great talent, and as long as the offense can move the ball, Joe Mixon will be a star. Uh, Andy Dalton, like I said, I think he's good enough to be able to give yep. Joe Mixon opportunities. It'll continue to happen. Joe Mixon is a, I wouldn't say top 10 running back, talent-wise he is, but fantasy production, I have him as a top 15 running back this week. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. I also like Tyler Boyd this week. Uh, if we want to move into the receiving game, uh, I really like Tyler Boyd this week. He's a must start for me. Uh, the Pittsburgh defense is just not good uh, in passing. It's just they, they've allowed 302 uh, yards per game. It's 31st in the league, passing yards per game, I should say. That's not good. Uh, I can see a lot of those yards going to Tyler Boyd and John Ross. Yeah, you know, I I think you're right. Um, you know, both of these teams are awful at defense. Yeah, uh, and both not good. Yeah, I think there can be a lot of points here. I don't want to say it's a shootout because I think both of these teams are bad, but you know, there's it's gonna be points to be had. Ugly shootout. Yeah, you know, John Ross might accidentally find a touchdown again this week. Yeah. Um, that's just what he does. It's you know, he every once in a while he's like, oh, that's right, I know how to play football. Yeah, uh, Boyd, I, I do this- like a lot. I yep. think you're right. I do like Boyd. I think he's a must start. Other than that, I think that really sums up what we expect for the Bengals for offense. The Bengals, yeah. uh, moving over to the Steelers, Mason Rudolph, you know, based on his performance last week, mm-hmm. do you have a lot of hope for the Steelers offensive pieces the rest of the season? I got some hope. Uh, I think Mason Rudolph played pretty well. Um, didn't do good enough to beat the 49ers who are three, and zero, which is crazy, but yeah, Mason Rudolph, 14 for 27, uh, 174 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. It's about what I expected for a backup quarterback. It's, he's definitely not good enough for me to pick up on my team. 
Um, yeah, it's he's doing okay, but it really watching him brings the value of every Steeler down for me. Yeah, you know, he was fine. I think he was better than a lot of people expected. He was not embarrassing. Uh, you know, Vance McDonald is questionable. He has yep. a shoulder injury. I don't expect him to play. I don't think he'll be able to do that, um, which hurts Mason's value because I, I truly think... <laughs> uh, I do think McDonald was a good safety valve for Rudolph, so I think yep. now he could struggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juju Smith... You know, if you drafted him, you paid such a high price for him. You have to keep starting him. And he showed you last week. He has so much talent. He can still make it happen. Mm -hmm. But now it's going to be more on Juju making it happen than the quarterback making it happen. Yeah, than the offense as a whole, honestly. Right, yeah. Juju's still a superstar. But now it's going to be because of him, not because of his situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think there's another receiver I really want in this offense. Last week, nobody really wowed me. I think it's the Schuster show. James Conner, talk about a disappointing start to the season. Oh, Uh, my gosh. I I have a stat. I told you so. You did tell. Yeah. Yeah. I was excited about him, but let me just redo the last three weeks. This is stats for this season 97 rushing yards, one touchdown. Then he had 11 receptions for 70 yards. He doesn't even have 100 rushing yards yet. Yeah, you know, I was fortunate oh. enough to not have him in any leagues. I was really down on him this year. Uh, and I, I do think he's better than what he's been playing like. But the Big Ben, that was a nail in the coffin. James yeah. Conner, you know, if you're able to trade him, maybe you can trick somebody into thinking that, you know, the Steelers are just having a, a down stretch. If you have him, I think you have to start him. I mean, if, would you start Devonte Freeman or James Conner? I would start Devonte Freeman. Wow, that's the mighty have fallen. Yeah, um, he's he's yeah, moving up. He's, Devonte Freeman's looking better when when James Conner just really is plateaued for me. He's just not. He's just not looking good. Yeah, it's a low plateau. So if you can get any value, if you can get any return on your James Conner shares, yeah, I would. Um, you know, I think here's here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what player to match up value wise for Connor. Who do you think you could get in a trade for Connor? Oh boy. Um, well, I think you can get a player like uh, you know David Montgomery, Devin Singletary, and maybe another a flex player in there. Oh god, that's gross. I yeah. I, I like Connor more than that. That's I, I like Connor painful. a little more than that, but you know, there it, it's going to be hard to to get a good player for Connor who's been just having a a bad streak. Um, yeah, honestly, here's what I would say: if you can somehow flip it for like a Leonard Fournette, you know, Fournette yeah. is the, you know, I think Connor is a better player. Both have been disappointing, but I think at least Fournette has hope. I think there's hope there for him. Um, Ugh, yeah, no, it's it's gross. It's gross. It's a bad situation yeah. to be in. <laughs> there's there's not a lot of good ones. No, I, no, it's I, really not. Honestly, when think about trading Connor, I would think about benching him. But I I still think he has potential to do good this season. But just yeah, yeah. and that's philosophical. We, we we can we we can worry about that later on. Yep. Uh, as far as this week, I'm starting him against the Bengals. I think you know I think he can be effective. You know, I am down on Connor, but mm-hmm. 60 yards and a touchdown, I think, is doable. Uh, 
you know, there might be a lot to ask from him, but I think he can get it done. The Bengals yeah. aren't very good. I think Connor's talented enough to make it happen. All right. So one of these two teams is going to get their first win of the season. I honestly hope they both lose. Okay. So you're going no one to win the game. <laughs> tie. You're going That's a, a tie? Uh, between these two teams, yeah, I, I don't like either of them. I think, unfortunately, I have to choose the Bengals. That's who I went with. I went with Ugh. the Cincinnati Bengals beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is crazy. Uh, yeah. Wow. Oh, man. So out of all these games, let me yep. ask you, yep. what game are you most looking forward to? What game I'm most looking forward to? I, I want to say Vikings-Bears because it's going to be all defense game, and I really like defense. But I'm going to go with the Panthers and the Texans. That's that makes me sad because that's, that's who I wanted to choose. Oh, well, uh, if I had to pick a different one, I'll go Buccaneers Rams. <laughs> that's a good point. I should just start saying yeah. my feelings first. Yeah, there you, go. Uh, you know, we'll end this segment uh, of our weekly preview. Next up, yep. next section we have here is the yay or nays of the week. Uh-huh. You know, Andrew, you know, I know you did a whole lot of prep for this for this section, yeah. so you thought about it a whole lot. Uh-huh. I'll have you start. You know, who's your first yay of the week? Uh, yay is Chris Carson. He's I, wow. I really like the matchup he's in. Uh, Penny's sounds like he's not going to play. Uh, he Carson didn't really perform that well last week, but I think this is going to be a, a bounce back week for him. So Chris Carson, my first guy. Hot take. All right, yep. I'm going to go Curtis Samuel. The Texans give up the ninth most fantasy football points to wide receivers this week, and he's averaging seven targets. No, I'm sorry, not even seven. Eight targets per game, even better. I think give a guy like Samuel five catches at least against you know this Houston Texans defense, I think you've got a, a game breaker on the field. I have him started as a wide receiver three in a couple mm-hmm. leagues. You know, he was disappointing with Cam. I think his... Allen connection is beautiful. I think they're going to make sweet things happen. I agree. Uh, I got Sterling Shepard as my next one. I really, really excited about him this week. Daniel Jones has been on fire. Uh, Washington professional football franchise. They're the fifth worst defense in the league. Um, Yeah, I I like Jones to Shepard, especially with Barkley out. They're going to need to throw the ball a little bit more. And it's funny. In the same game, I have Chris Thompson. The Giants are the seventh worst Mm -hmm. defense against running backs. You know, they average over 120 yards per game to running backs. I don't like AP this game. I'm a fan of Chris Thompson. I think he's going to get it done. He'll do his damage through the air as normal. He'll have room to run. I like a big game from Chris Thompson. And I think we both have the same final player, so I'll let you talk about him. Will Disley, the cowboy from Montana. Seahawks tight end. Arizona has been destroyed in three straight weeks by mm-hmm. tight ends. You know, who have they been crushed by, Andrew? I will tell you. Greg yep. Olson, Mark yep. Andrews, yep. TJ Hawkinson all scored and had over 70 yards in each of these contests. Yeah, Over 70 yards and a touchdown is not good. Uh, so, you know what? I'm firing up Will Disley. I like him. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's move on to the nays. I will start. Uh, with a more controversial pick, James Winston. Now, you were excited about James Winston this week against the Rams defense. I am not. I'm not that excited about James Winston. I think he's going to throw a lot of short passes. Nothing exciting is going to happen. 
Uh, the Rams defense is pretty good. Uh, they've held, you know, star receivers like Odell Beckham and Michael Thomas to less than a hundred yards this season. Uh, yeah, I, the Rams defense is still good. They're not as good as last year, but they're still good. And Winston is too inconsistent for me to, to like, him. so I got, yeah, him as, I don't uh, love, got him as I don't love him this week, but mm-hmm. I definitely don't hate him. So, you know, respect. I, I can see where you're coming Thanks. from. I have Leonard Fournette versus the Broncos. Yep. You know, the Broncos have a bad reputation this year of being a soft defense. I think they figure it out this week, and I think they make Fournette wish he didn't show up. I think the Broncos are going to really show the NFL, yes, they have a defense, and the Jaguars are going to get their butts kicked. Yeah, all right. Uh, I got Allen Robinson. Um, they're going up against that tough, tough Vikings defense, and like we said, you're only as good as your quarterback, and Mitch Trubisky is your quarterback. So uh, I I would need to see more of Trubisky for me to get excited about Robinson. I know Robinson had actually a really good week last week. I, sh- I shouldn't say really good. He had a decent game last week. I don't think he's going to have as good of a week this week against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, in the same game, again, I have Adam Thielen. You know, I like you said, you're only as good as your quarterback. Yep. Unfortunately, Captain Kirk is not getting it done. Adam Thielen is averaging 5.3 targets per game. It's a really low-volume passing offense. And the Bears are going to maul Cousins. They are going to destroy him. So I think he's going to be really afraid to throw the ball deep. And I think he's going to make mistakes. And he's just going to get more gun-shy after those mistakes. So I think Adam Thielen returns to earth. I think he's going to let a lot of people down this week. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching that game uh, through my fingers. My hands covered over my face. Uh, I and we both got the same for the uh, for our last name. I'll let you let you take over. Oh, you're so kind. Uh, we have it as Philip Lindsay against the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. You know he had a really good week last week against the Packers. That's the Packers. I mean, that's yeah. We're not we're not good at defense. <laughs> I mean, so, okay. No, get out of here. Step, your as a Packer step, fan, no. it is not good. We knew this was going to happen. Start your running backs against the Packers. But regardless, Philip Lindsay's who we're talking about right now against the Jaguars. People are high on Lindsay. He performed really well last week. He looked like the running back you thought you were getting. Here's yeah. the bad news. I think going into this week, I think they're going to continue the split. Philip Lindsay only has 56% of the snaps in this offense. It's about as virtual nears of, of a timeshare as you can get. Royce Freeman, I think, is getting better. Philip Lindsay. I think he's performing fine, but he's definitely taking a step in the wrong direction after last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Jaguars give the eighth fewest points per game to running backs in the entire NFL right now. I think these are all reasons to avoid Philip Lindsay if you can help it. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, so that wraps up our yays and nays. Uh, I think we do have some question. I think we got a question oh, here, Brendan. I'll break it down. We have our first listener question. First listener question. Look at that. Huge shout out to our BFF Blair, uh, the lumberjack of our hearts. You know, Brendan, (laughs) I'll let you break down the question. We are here to help, and hopefully we can help you out. Yeah, really excited about our our first listener question. Shout out to Blair again. Uh, So we're looking at his quarterback situation this week on who to start. Uh, His options are Matthew Stafford, Jacoby Brissett, or Kyler Murray. So who are you guys starting this week? What do you think? So, Andrew, I don't know how yeah. much you prepared for this for this question, mm-hmm. and I, I kind of want to embarrass you, so you Very can go little. first. Very little. Uh, right off the bat, the I I like taking the risks, and I like going for upside, and I think the most upside is Kyler Murray. 
Uh, I, it's going to be a very close game between Seattle and Arizona, I think. Uh, I think Arizona's got to play a lot more catch-up. So I think he's going to be throwing the ball a lot. So I, I like Murray because of his upside. If I had to rank him, I'd go Murray, Stafford, Brissett. Yeah, you know, as much as I don't like agreeing with you, Ooh. I think you're right. You know, I'm I'm with you with Murray. You know, like we said earlier in the preview, Kyler Murray has a lot going against him. You know, he has a really bad O-line. His coaching so far has been hindering more than helping. But I think he's really going to show this week why he was the number one overall pick. You know, he does have that physical talent. Uh, you know, the Seahawks have given up the 10th most fantasy football points to quarterbacks leading up to this game. And I do think that Murray's good enough to exploit that. You know, he does lead the NFL in pass attempts. Some of these are going to connect. You know, when you have Larry Legend and Christian Kirk on the field, I think you're going to have chances to exploit. You know, David Johnson will keep the defense honest so they won't be able to, you know, abuse him too much. You know, I like him. You know, Stafford's a close second for me. You know, I think he has a a real opportunity against the Chiefs. But I've been around... Those are- yeah, I've been I've been around long enough to know Stafford yeah. breaks your heart. You know, he always plays well when you don't start him, and when you do start him, he just crushes your hopes. So Kyler Murray does have the upside. Here's the good news: the reason I'd start Murray over the other two is his floor. You know, because of his yeah. rushing value. Like I said earlier in this episode, you know, he really does every game. You see him getting more and more comfortable playing football in the NFL. He gets a little more pocket awareness, gets a little more confidence running the offense. I think now that he starts rushing more and starts getting more of those rushing attempts, that's going to keep his floor really high, similar to Josh Allen and similar to Lamar Jackson. Now, he's yeah. not on that level yet, but you know, I'm there. here to deliver safe advice. I think Murray's the way to go. Even his floor, I, he won't break your heart. Yeah, I think uh, to go on to what you said about his floor, he's he's going to be running more. But he also leads the NFL in pass attempts. He's trying to throw the ball more. If you add on those rushing yards, I I think that he's he's got huge upside, tremendous upside. So yeah, and Kyler. once again, I think it's going to be a shootout. You know, yeah. the Cardinals can't stop a cold, and the Seahawks—they're on fire. Russell Wilson wants to prove that he is MVP caliber. It's going to be a shootout. Give me both the quarterbacks, but Murray, I think he's going to be yep. a, a safe choice for you. Kyler Murray. Also, Blair, good job on your team. Looking at that right now. Cup, uh, what's Mara, what's Andrew. Blair's record, Andrew? Shout it out. Uh, two and one. Two and one. Two we and will one. take it. Let's let's good, get you uh, let's get you a three and one. McCaffrey with um, cheese. Funny, funny McCaffrey name. with cheese. Classic. Yep. Well, huge thank you to Blair. Thank you yep. to Brendan and Andrew. This is another episode of the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you all so much for listening. If you do like what you hear, please leave us a review. It truly does help. Ask questions, and, too. Ask us some yeah, questions. Ask us questions. We love it. We love the challenge. And I like proving Andrew wrong. So yeah. hopefully we can get some arguments going on here. I like here. being pro- – wait. I like proving uh, – Nailed it. Nailed it. Enjoy week four, everybody. Fantasy football is here to stay. Oh, yeah. We love it. We love you. See you next time. See you.